The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan is moving. We'll be temporarily relocating to the big blue building on Highway 16 West, formerly known as Border City RV. And before we have to tediously move every single vehicle on the lot, we'd rather sell it. You can save today on our incredible Nissan lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Move a new or pre-owned vehicle to your driveway with deep discounts. The moving out sale is on now at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. We won't sell you a car. We'll help you buy one. Local people. Local news and events. Local sports. Local matters. For all things Lloydminster and area, this is Live with Kurt Price. Welcome to Live with Kurt Price. I'm, of course, Kurt Price, and it is great to be with you here at the Lloydminster Exhibition. And back at the new Lloydminster Nissan, the new Lloydminster Nissan is moving. The moving sale continues at the new Lloydminster Nissan through this month and through November. And then December will be out at the Border City RV location, the big blue building on Highway 16 West. And that's going to be a lot of fun because uh, we're going to have an indoor sale every day of the winter. So we hope you'll come see us before we move so that we don't have to move the vehicles. Uh, and we invite you to stop in and take a look at our fantastic selection. And remember, at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan, do not pay for six months OAC. This Saturday is Poppy Day. Poppy Day is back in downtown Lloydminster and everywhere throughout the city of Lloydminster. And I'll be out uh, once again selling poppies. Uh, there's Canadian Tire, Co-op, uh, Sobeys. All the big stores uh, will be uh, filled with people from the Lloyd Mr. Legion selling those poppies and I think Friday is the first official day where you're asked to throw on a poppy and if you don't have one it's easy to get one on Saturday because uh, Lloyd Mr. Legion members and volunteers like myself will be uh, everywhere throughout the city and uh, we've got those poppies for sale so grab one and get them on I was watching City Council the other day I couldn't help but notice they've already got their poppies on. If you are faced with a cleanup from wind, fire, or water, or you're looking for help with mold or asbestos contamination or drug cleanup, call BioClean Disaster Services. What I love about BioClean Disaster Services is they are a local company and they care about your property. They care about your possessions. They're going to take care of those things, but they're also going to take care of your family. They're going to put your family first and they're going to keep you up to date along the way on the progress that they are making on bringing back not only your property but bringing back your family to where they were before the disaster that's what's important call a local company call the master of disaster jody herbis at 1-833-246-8326 Lloyd mr cross country ski club agm is tonight and that runs from 7 to 8 30 and that is happening in the meeting room at the bioclean aquatic center everyone is welcome coffee and refreshments to be provided and they're looking for volunteers they're looking for board members and they're looking for coaches Festival, a uh, festival is tonight. It's a festival. I keep getting mixed up between festival and trunk or treat. Yes, festival is tonight here at the Lloyd Mister Exhibition, and it runs from five to seven. And I'll tell you, it features some awesome food, and they have some members of the community that come out and serve that food. I'm lucky enough that this is, I think, my 14th year or something like that to be serving some food, and it's going to be just awesome. Like. 
I think now it's 30 bucks because you missed the deadline to get your tickets ahead of time if you didn't get them. But 30 bucks, it's well worth it. You take those tickets around, you find the food that you want to try, and it's all locally sourced. It's farm to table. And we hope to see out tonight. Starts at 5, runs till 7 o'clock here in the WLS Convention Center here at the Lloydminster Exhibition. Border City Rotary Club is planning a pancake breakfast for this Saturday at Spiro's. You can join them from 8 to 10 with pancakes, just $5 a person. And those are going to the Holy Rosary Girl volleyball team. A trunk or treat is tomorrow here at the Lloydminster Exhibition. And Emily Curry of the Lloydminster District Co-op, uh, she told us the doors are opening earlier this year. So we opened the doors last year at 4 and moved it to 3.30 this year because by 4 o'clock there was a very large line of the kind of the younger age groups. So we opened the doors at 3.30 this time just to be able to catch some of those kids and actually get them going through instead of having them line up. And of course, that's brought to you by the Lloydminster District Co-op. And Tammy Dick with the Lloydminster Exhibition, who are also part of this, uh, told us they've got a plan this year because it's so cold outside, the kids won't have to line up anymore outside, they'll line up inside. <laughs> Instead of coming in through the main doors, so we're actually going to go to that mid door, it's called the concourse. Um, so they're going to go there, they're going to come all the way down the hallway, then they'll come across and then they'll go back down. Okay. And then there's another hallway so you can fit a significant amount of people indoors. Um, I also have been working on some decorations to kind of keep the kids and parents entertained as they're kind of coming, waiting in line. Um, I know that kids will be very excited when they're getting their candy and stuff. So we've definitely made up little things that the kids can just kind of pay attention to but it's still family friendly if it's smaller kids it's not to scare them it's just to let them have some fun and look at all the different stuff so so once again that's 3 30 to 6 tomorrow uh, i had a chance this summer to mc the thorpe recovery center's golf tournament and i gotta tell you i knew the thorpe recovery center and the residents in recovery worked together and did a lot of good things but when i emceed that event this year i found out exactly what residents in recovery does and i gotta tell you it is absolutely amazing the work that they do well residents in recovery is hosting an interactive exhibit at the black box theater at lakeland college starting november 7th and running through november 11th the exhibit is open monday to friday and that is from two to six and then saturday from 10 to 5 and it is free. You can go out and have a look. And I know if you have somebody in your family that's uh, dealing with some recovery issues or they're putting pressure on the family, that's what this is for. That's for your benefit and how to help them out and how to not be judgmental and what to do in that situation. Now also on November the 10th, Michael Landsberg is going to be the keynote speaker at the Addictions Don't Discriminate event at the Vic Juba Theatre. Tickets for that are only $37.50. And you'll remember Michael, he was the former host of TSN's Off the Record. And if you are like me and you love sports and you watch that show all the time, you saw Michael Landsberg getting a lot of scraps with a lot of people. He's fun to watch and he's got a great story. And for $37.50, uh, go out and catch that with uh, Michael Landsberg. And Tyler Lorenz is going to join us one week from today to talk about that event and the event at the Black Box Theatre. The Motley Troupe, they're formerly known as the House of Paws Dinner Theatre. They're bringing back their dinner theatre again this year. They're coming to Kid Scotty 
We're going to find out more about this uh, in just over a week as well. But the Motley Troupe has put their tickets for Lagooned. Their uh, play this year is Lagooned. They put them on sale for $80 each. You can get those at Mel's Hair Shop. And they'll be performing Lagooned November 30th, December 1st, and December 2nd. And they're raising funds for three local programs and organizations here in Lloydminster. Superior Water is proud to provide you with the purest drinking water possible. I drink Superior Water because I like the taste and I believe it is superior to anyone else's water. I think it's the best water in Lloyd. Mr. Just $3 a jug, you get a nice consistent taste. And don't forget the ice for the Crown Royal is just $2 a bag. Visit them beside Sheepskin Loft on 57th Avenue and if you need help, you will not have to ask for it. They're very quick to help you out with those big blue jugs. You can also visit their coin-operated location beside 7-Eleven just off Highway 17 South. At Superior Water, water is what they do, and they do it well. Ben Harrison and Jill Kelly are here. We're going to talk about a contest that Red Bicycle is running with the Downtown Area Redevelopment Committee, and we are going to introduce you to them and find out about this contest and find out about bringing people back downtown in just a moment. At Lloydminster and District Co-op, membership matters more. Because being part of a co-op means you're connected to something bigger than yourself. From long-held legacy by those who built our communities, to people you call family, friends, and neighbours. When you're a Lloyd Co-op member, you're an owner in a local business that prides itself on purpose alongside profit. You earn cash back, you help support causes that matter most, and you're building a better way of life for the next generation. Membership matters more. I'm Brian Zintrak of PipelineOnline.ca. I used to be a pipeliner and I've spent the last 15 years reporting on energy in Saskatchewan. PipelineOnline.ca provides comprehensive coverage of light oil, heavy oil, lithium, helium, power production, including coal, wind, solar, geothermal, natural gas, and nuclear. There's a lot happening in Saskatchewan's energy sector, and Pipeline Online is there for all of it. No one else comes even close. It's more than just taxes at LNA CPA. Assurance, accounting, retirement planning, estate planning, business consulting, financial consulting, farm program support, and bookkeeping. But yes, there is always taxes. The team at LNA CPA is committed to helping you achieve your best results and will be there to assist you every step of the way. LNA CPA, with offices in Provost, Vermilion, and Lloydminster. At Jason Arden and Associates Cooperators, we're proud to be a top-rated local insurance company that offers flexible solutions and expert advice for all your insurance and investment needs. We'll work with you to tailor your insurance specific to your needs, and we offer investment advice that always puts you first. At Cooperators, one of our core values is to support the communities we live in. When you support Jason Arden & Associates Cooperators, you are supporting local nonprofits and initiatives. Since 2020, we have donated 60,000 to local nonprofits, youth sponsorships, and various special projects. When was the last time your insurance company did that? How can you help support the oil and gas industry and jobs in Western Canada? The answer is closer than you think. Sell your scrap metals to PWM Steel. PWM sells scrap iron to Evraz, located in Regina. Evraz's number one customer is the energy sector, building pipes and plates for the oil and gas industry. PWM Steel is your locally owned metal recycler and steel service center in the area. Plus, they're a strong supporter of the community. 
PWM Steel, your top steel supplier for Alberta and Saskatchewan for 40 years. At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering Smokies, pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House of Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. Welcome back to the Lloydminster Exhibition. I'm Kurt Price with the new Lloydminster Nissan, and we have with us the Chairman of the Downtown Area Redevelopment Committee, or DARC, Ben Harrison, is here. And we have Jill Kelly, owner of Red Bicycle here in Lloydminster, and we're going to talk about downtown. And we all have seen what is happening uh, downtown right now. There's been a lot of construction going on since, I think, May. And yeah, so there's been some efforts to bring people downtown. Pumpkin Fest was very, very successful. But uh, Red Bicycle has a new contest that they are running with Dark. And uh, we're going to start there. Um, okay, am I missing something or is it because of the construction that this is the reason for the contest? It's a great catalyst for the contest, for sure. Um, and that probably is kind of what um, kind of got things rolling. It was an idea that we had thought about for a while just because we love downtown and we think that any downtown, whether it's Lloydminster's or um, any other city, it should be like the heart of your community. And we just, yeah, we want to give back to their community. We're also located downtown, so we have a little bit of um, hope in that, I guess. And yeah, well, just with the construction happening, we felt it was a good time to kind of help out a lot of the businesses that have been impacted by not only blocking that one area, but also the ripple effect of it. What's that impact been then? Um, you know, I think, I think it can be discouraging in the short term um, to be operating a business and to see um, just construction fencing. And, and as Jill said, it, it isn't just um, impacting businesses that are within the construction zone, but um, I think it can sometimes be discouraging um, for people outside of that area. And so this is, I think, a really meaningful opportunity for, for us to partner with Red Bicycle to um, just kind of encourage our downtown businesses that um, people do care about them. They are a really important part of our community and we want to do um, try different initiatives to help them succeed. I believe that the construction in the longer term will be such a positive thing for our downtown. Um, and so potentially as we do these kind of contests and as we um, see the construction come to an end, this will be maybe an opportunity to reintroduce people to our downtown and just the amazing range of services and products that people can access. We often hear people say the heart of any city is it's downtown. And it seems like it's been, it seems like we brought back downtown and, and then we kind of took a step back with the construction. Am, am I, would I be wrong in saying that, Ben? You know, I, I think as we see the redevelopment of our downtown, um, it maybe, you know, I'm not a huge exercise guy, but potentially, you know, sometimes when you're exercising and you don't always feel great about that next step in the process. But I think um, people often are very, uh, they look for really tangible things. And so we can show all kinds of diagrams and um, pictures online. But I think when people get to experience what um, kind of wider sidewalks are like, what 
more comfortable benches are like, what improved lighting is like, then I think people will realize that the pain that we went through over the last few months um, has been worth it. Did you approach Red Bicycle or did Red Bicycle approach Dark and say, hey, we, we should do something here? Uh, it was kind of a hybrid yep. thing. We, we'd been talking for a while and it was just one of those things where we've done, um, we've done a similar contest with the Saskatchewan province through Synergy Credit Union and that went really well and so we thought, why don't we do that in our own neighborhood? And so we were talking with Catlin from the city of Lloydminster and through you guys um, and the committee and just being like, this is something that we can, Red Bicycle can help contribute to. And so I think it's really valuable and really will help a lot of businesses who either they, they just need a little bit of help advertising or knowing how to market their business or even just to make that next step. And I think we can help take them there. And I think this is a great partnership and relationship. Yeah, I think one of the things that um, our downtown area redevelopment committee, um, well, we don't take a day-to-day -day kind of management role in terms of marketing our downtown. We do have a marketing and events subcommittee. And I'll actually put a little... Um, uh, word out there that if people um, would like to get involved and to volunteer with our downtown, we have several subcommittees, one of which is our marketing and events subcommittee. And um, while we have, I believe, 12 members on our downtown area com redevelopment committee, um, and that's kind of set for the year, we do have opportunities for people to get involved and to volunteer on some of our subcommittees. Tell us about the contest. It will be so wonderful. Um, it la has launched already, but it ends the submission on November 1st. And so what we're asking people to do is to either nominate themselves or nominate another business that they know and love who could use this, this prize. And the prize is $5,000 worth of Red Bicycles marketing services. So, and it will really depend on who wins it, what that money is put towards. So. Um, it's for our Red Bicycles time, our energy, our work product, um, our expertise in getting those businesses to the goals that they want to achieve. So whether they're brand new starting out or they've been there a while and they're looking for um, a different perspective, extra leg up, etc. And so that's kind of where we feel we can really help benefit and help people out. How do you, like, if you're going to nominate somebody, do you have to know something about that business? Or what is, what's the nomination process? It's like? a really straightforward process. You just go onto Red Bicycle's website, redbicycle.com, super easy. And then there's a downtown contest tab, um, a, a page. And so you just go through, it's step by step. It's not, who's the business? Um, are they in the downtown border? And if you're unfamiliar with, is this building actually located downtown? There's a map for you. We try to make it as easy as possible. Um, and you submit that saying that this is the business I want. Yes, they're downtown. This is a little blurb about why I think that they could win it. And then it gets emailed to our team. We review and if we, um, if they are in that downtown border and they meet the criteria, which is super simple, it's basically that they're downtown and that they're a local business. So no um, big corporations or franchises, etc. But a local business, then we email them and say, hey, congrats, you've been nominated. Um, here's the form you need to fill out. And again, it's pretty straightforward process. Um, ask them a couple questions about, you know, contact information, location, and why they love 
being downtown. And so we really want to incite that pride of downtown back into our community and especially with the construction and it being maybe a little bit of um, a point of contention right now. It it is truly amazing and I've actually been so fortunate that I'm located downtown and have driven and walked past the area a couple times and I'm so excited for it to open. It looks so good already and I can't wait. Yeah, that's kind of some some curvy sidewalks by the Mm -hmm. looks of it. Yeah, there's really been a lot of intention um, and thoughtfulness put into the design. I think we'll find it is a more comfortable place to walk. Um, There'll be better seating. And I think one of the things that people have been asking for for a long time is better lighting. So there's going to be extra light standards as part of the design than was previously in place. So um, it's kind of like from top to bottom and even underground, it's a completely new street. Well, I never even considered the lighting. I I never even thought of that. Um, There's a new park downtown, Ben. Tell us about that park. Yeah, so this has been one of those kind of projects that the Downtown Area Redevelopment Committee has been um, kind of really hands-on. We've been working with the city's economic development um, department to um, take a parking lot that um, was owned by the city and was they were having trouble leasing it. Um, And so we are creating kind of like a little square or what we call a parklet. And so it's the uh, corner of uh, 49th Street and 51 Ave, I believe, um, right beside the old, um, well, uh, right across from the country store. Yeah. And so the old furniture uh, clinic. Yeah, the old furniture clinic, too. So um, it's an opportunity to take a space that um, and kind of transform it into a community area. So um, people, as they drive by, will notice that the parking lot has now been painted green. Um, and, uh, I, you know, the shade that was chosen is to really help create a vibrant environment. It may not be to everyone's taste, um, but it's good to get people talking at least. I love it. I love the color. <laughs> it's so and, vibrant. Yeah, and, and we hope that... Um, to to add some lighting and seating um, and really create a community space that can be bookable for uh, outdoor movie nights or for fundraising events and really create a space where people can come downtown and gather and even if it isn't a, a formal event just to come and sit we hope to create some kind of uh, stencils hope to borrow some stencils from the youth council and kind of create kind of areas where people can play hop kids can play hopscotch and and all of those kind of childhood games so really create a community space right in the heart of our downtown to um, just give people an extra reason to 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 come downtown or for people that are in our neighborhood we know that there are a lot of seniors living in our neighborhood and um, this will maybe create a space for them to to just go out for a walk and um, interact with people because we know that as we were talking about mental health and some of the upcoming events to promote kind of mental health awareness we know that it's such an important thing to get people together and having um, whether it's events or just simple interactions those kind of things really build community and, and help people to be resilient. Christmas is coming up. That street is always a fantastic street mm-hmm. to drive down at night. Do you, do you think, is there an opportunity to do something there Christmassy? 
in that park or well have you guys talked about that well or, is uh, that the city's responsibility whose responsibility you know is I, I think i might i might throw this back <laughs> at all of these questions right now yeah i think i might throw this back i think there's an organization that sometimes organizes a santa claus day in the downtown so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, we, do you know them? I knew I know of them, yeah, and I know they've been asked to come up with something for that as well. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that something could be something could be done if people put their heads together. Um, is this a Lloydminster problem? Like bringing people downtown, revitalizing a downtown? Is it a, is strictly a Lloydminster problem, or have you guys looked at other locations, Ben, and, and said, you know, it's not just us. A lot of cities are facing this. Yeah, you know the. This is, I think, and this is where my kind of nerdy urban planning hat, I'll try not to get too much into the weeds, but I think, you know, looking back over, um, if you look at some of the cities and towns that developed um, in maybe more Eastern North America, uh, pre kind of age of the car, um, it was really about kind of walking or maybe even taking your horse <laughs> somewhere. And so I think as we have the convenience of the car, it has really prompted people to um, change maybe how, their how they get around and their lifestyle. Um, but I think that there is still a place for a downtown that's a little bit more focused around um, maybe parking in one spot and kind of walking to the different stores or services that you're wanting to access. And that, in fact, when done well, and when kind of with the buy-in of the community, um, can actually be a really valuable area of the community. Not only just in terms of community pride, but I think there's even an economic um, uh, argument uh, for revitalizing downtown in terms of the economic impact that, that a, a strong downtown can have. And so we've looked at different communities um, in Alberta um, Grand Prairie has kind of done a similar process where they've kind of re, uh, as they've kind of done construction in their downtown, they've kind of changed the configuration of the sidewalk. Um, but even smaller communities such as Beaumont, just outside Edmonton, have, have kind of undertaken some projects to create a bit more of a downtown in what was a very kind of suburban area. And I understand that um, I visited and it looks like it's being really well received. So. I think this is, we're in a phase where I think there's a lot of potential for a downtown. Um, and I think this project this summer and some of these ongoing initiatives like the contest and um, the park lot that we were just talking about, I think some of the fruit of this experiences and some of these projects will be born out in the next few years. So I just, I think one of the things that I really want to challenge people or invite them to is just patience. And as we kind of persevere and as the downtown business owners, um, you know, develop marketing and as we kind of redevelop the streets, I think there'll be, um, there'll be a lot of kind of good things that come in the years ahead. Mm -hmm. There's so many businesses downtown. Is it a challenge to get them all together working together? There used to be streetscapes. Is there anything like that still? Like is dark that? Yeah. So. Our role and mandate, I guess, as a, as a committee is to really work with the city administration and city council to be um, advisory. So th when the city developed the downtown area redevelopment plan, and I believe it was accepted in 2020, um, that plan has a lot of different 
actions or ideas that could be implemented in a 10, 15 year time span. Um, I think the reality from looking at other communities is that um, downtown redevelopment is something that is always ongoing. Um, and probably realistically, when we look at some of the uh, um, actions and ideas that are in the, the DARP, it's probably more maybe a 20, 25 year process. So um, wow. I think one of the key things that will be really important for our downtown business community is to maybe create a, um, a kind of a networking and maybe marketing, uh, often called the business improvement district. And I think that will be one of the, uh, that will be a key step in the next maybe five, 10 years is for them to kind of come together to create um, an, a separate group that maybe has a bit more autonomy from the city um, to take action, to apply for grants, to, to do some things that we as an advisory committee to council maybe don't have the capacity to do. There's been some businesses trying some stuff downtown. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Dawn at Dawn's Interior. Mm -hmm. um, she, she has run um, some events downtown Tuesday nights that have been, some of them have been well received. She's, you can see her trying. Yeah. She's definitely out there trying. Pumpkin Fest was a huge success. Um, it just, it must be, like, is there anything else like that coming up? Yeah, I think those kind of... Like you guys painted the windows, I think, was was it last year? Um, yeah, uh, that would have been t two or three years yeah, ago Yeah, there's now. a window painting contest. Yeah. There's been some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that one of the goals that I'd like to see would be kind of every month there'd be some sort of activity or event, um, and even in the winter months. So, um, yeah, hopefully we'll have Santa Claus come into our downtown again. Um, yeah, I'm and, pretty sure he is, yeah. And the, the other thing that um, we really want to draw attention to is we do have a funding opportunity as the Downtown Area Redevelopment Committee to support um, events within the downtown. So um, we, we uh, are excited that um, that doesn't necessarily mean organizations have to be in the downtown. Uh, I believe last year we supported an event with the maybe the Knets group where they were able to host an event that they were planning. Becky and the Olive Tree opened up their space for the event. So um, that event grant is for events that are being held in the downtown, but in terms of the organizations and partnerships that are involved, it, those can be groups that are outside of the downtown that just want to hold their event um, with a downtown partner. Now, Jill, you, you have a downtown business. I do. But it's not really a walk-in, mm -mm. per se, you know, uh, front store window uh, No, you can business. come visit us, but, you know, we don't get a lot of uh There's not services traffic. in the front window, yeah. No, 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 no. But what is, what, like, how important is what Ben is saying for Red Bicycle as a downtown business? Is I, it important to you guys even oh, though you don't have that window? Yeah, I think so. Um, even if you're a business like mine where it's service-based and it's not retail or food or similar, it, it is so important to build that um, community aspect of your area. And it's particularly downtown because I truly think that downtowns should be the heartbeat of your community. And it would be great to have a vibrant, eclectic downtown. And so it comes back to not only just what services are there, but also the safety of it, the perceived safety of it. So the lighting is great. Having more people come downtown is great. Um, it's like that safety in numbers mentality, right? So, and we are so fortunate to have our location where it is because we're right beside the country store on the 
west side and on the east side is going to be that parklet which we will be at all the time and I love that so even though we are in a bit place that you might walk into we still patron the downtown and we're the people who like go to lunch at the East Market Noodle House right places like that so that's wonderful and then having um, again like going back to that sense of community and having our the lot beside us is empty used to be a house got demolished now it's just been sitting grass and bare and so instead of it just sitting there being beautiful which it is um we've actually worked with amy roper who has come to you guys and now she's going to put a community garden there and so how great to bring more people into the downtown more community members more of the people who live in the area can help garden um and i think she's actively looking for people who want to be a part of her committee there so anybody's interested in that they can contact Amy Roper for that Um, but yeah it's so great because even though Red Bicycle doesn't have a storefront where people walk in and shop we're still a part of the community we still want to see it thrive Um, and then you know what one day hopefully there is a place that it's kind of a multi-layer so we could maybe we will move to the back and somebody can have the storefront piece and that's great we just want people to come downtown visit downtown What's your website for entering this contest? Redbicycle.com. And then I want, just if you go to redbicycle.com, it's right there. It'll say okay. downtown, uh, downtown contest. And again, so easy to apply. Please apply before November 1st. Um, and then we'll make the selection pretty quickly after that. I believe it's the 10th. Let me just double check that. But it's very, very fast. Yeah, November 10th, the winner is announced. And then we can have the depending on the win- winner and their goals and their timelines, et cetera, the work p- period can start right away and then go until the end of June if we wanted. Maybe even for Christmas? Maybe for Christmas. Depends what they, the sky's the limit. What do they want? <laughs> Is there anything I'm forgetting to ask, Ben? You know, I think, no, no questions, but I think we definitely also want to encourage people to follow our downtown on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, both on Instagram and Facebook, look up downtown Lloydminster. And that's a great way for people to not only hear about events or opportunities to support the downtown, but even just to get to know some of the faces. And that's both business owners as well as some of the people that are involved, such as Amy Roper and her garden project. So um, really encourage people to to be generous in liking and sharing not only posts from on those social media accounts but really supporting our downtown businesses by helping draw attention to the content that they are putting out there mm-hmm. online one thing i really do love about the downtown is that sense of community and yeah. even when the beginning when the construction went up and i remember hey sugar um, bake shop was having a bit of a challenge getting yep. people to come patron there and buy their delicious cupcakes um, which you wouldn't think would be a challenge but just with the construction making it a little bit harder to get to so um, Becky came and delivered cupcakes to Red Bicycle we delivered cupcakes to um, uh, Kristen McGowan uh, CPA and then she went on and on and on and on and it was just so nice to get the community sharing the love through delicious cupcakes while supporting a downtown business and highlighting that on social media and promoting it and i think that they were able to make a little bit extra money during that time which is fabulous and it got the word out and it got everybody a little happier because we all had delicious cupcakes in our bellies 
Is there anything planned for like a like a grand opening of the street or anything, Ben? Well, I think one thing um, that uh, is a little disappointing, but makes a lot of sense, is that the trees and some of those kind of landscaping elements won't be um, planted at this time of year, very obviously. So I think in terms of like a grand opening, we'll probably are looking to next spring. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else I'm forgetting, Jill? No, I just apply. Redbicycle.com. Um, go to the downtown page on there. Nominate any business. If you are unsure if they're in the downtown area or not, we have a map right there. It's actually quite a big area. It's a lot larger than most people might think. Um, so nominate your local businesses. Apply yourself. We'd love to see more applications come through. We have had a, a bit, which is great, but we always want more. Thank you both. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So we're back with you tomorrow morning here, 10 a.m. at the Lloydminster Exhibition for the new Lloydminster Nissan. And we're going to be talking to Mayor Gerald Albers. And we're going to talk to him about the departure of Aaron Buckingham, who will become the fire chief in the coming days, but had to step down as a city council member. We're also talking about something brand new to Lloydminster, never been implemented, but it is coming. Parking bans are coming this winter so we'll talk to the mayor about that and we'll talk to him about public transportation which has uh, taken the next step there's a new survey and four options are on the table we'll talk to him about each of those options that's tomorrow morning 10 o'clock right here at the Lloydminster exhibition where we also want to remind you chase the ace is happening tonight with 46 cards remaining in that deck and a jackpot well over thirty thousand dollars buy in person buy at lloydx.com and if you go to LloydX.com, you will uh, see how to e-transfer uh, your $10 or more to get better odds as well for Chase the Ace tonight here at the Lloydminster Exhibition. Thank you both again. Thank you. Thank you.